Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and once again, I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica from a man's perspective. And as always, I got to say thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast and who supports the podcast. Tonight's question of the night is, hall passes. Do you need one and why? Also, my topic of the night is, why are you waiting for God to send you someone? So please, do me a favor. Sit back, relax. Crack open a bottle of wine, and I'll be right back with the question tonight. Okay, so I'm back with my question of the night. Hall passes. Do you actually, do you really need a hall pass to to have sex with someone else outside the relationship. And if you do, if you have a great relationship, why would you want to mess that up by requesting a hall pass? Um and I didn't know these exist till a couple of years ago. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I understand that you know people get permission, but I didn't know it was labeled as hall passes until I saw the movie. And the movie was kind of like it wasn't that good to me, you know what I'm saying, as far as the topic um, it was okay. It had two decent actors, and I don't really want to go into that. But um, for years, people have been using using these hall passes, but they haven't been calling them hall passes. It was like cheating, creeping, um, getting a little bit on the side, you know. So to 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 use the term hall pass, I thought it was very uh, uh, very um, interesting. You know what I'm saying? And let me ask you this. Is sex with other people really all that great? <laughs> now, let, hold on. Let me, let me change that question. Let me, let me ask it in a different way. Is sex with other people really all that great when you have a good relationship? That's what I want to say. <laughs> you know, I'm trying not to laugh. Because my answer is, it depends Okay, okay. Um, I can I can only speak for me. I've had some great relationships and I've had some some very horrible relationships for whatever reason, and it, and, and it could have been because of me. It could have been because of the energy that I was given that was bad. So I'm not gonna place the blame. I'm not gonna place the blame on the person who I was with. It could have been because I was a you know fucking up and I just didn't bring the type of. Uh, you know, the type of energy or the type of uh, love or whatever that was needed, positiveness that was needed for that relationship, I didn't bring it on my end, which drugged the relationship down. I can admit that. Not all of them, but some of them. But to to get permission from your spouse or, or your partner, I think that's a bit much. And, and I know that's crazy for me to say that, given that I have admitted that I have cheated and, and done wrong in relationships and maybe a hall pass, maybe if, if, if I had requested a hall pass, I probably would have had better relationships because we had that thing of an open communication. But honestly, I think it's, it's a bit much. I think it's like, why even go through the, the why even get together if you feel like you need to to get with somebody else or you need permission to go get with someone else. I don't, I don't get that. I don't, it don't, it don't, it makes sense, but it just doesn't connect with me, you know?
Um, there's a lot of different opinions about the uh, the topic of a hall passes, whether they're good or not. But what is a hall pass exactly? And it's basically the permission from your partner to have sex with other people. Now, some people see it as a way to spice up the, the sex life, while others see it as a way to open up the relationship and allow more, uh, what's the word, freedom, more freedom and flexibility. Now, to add freedom, I, I get done. I, I understand that, but the flexibility part, eh, you know, um, there's no single answer that that covers this question, because as everyone's comfort level is is everyone's comfort level and definition of permission will you know be different. However, some things to consider. Is, you're thinking about pursuing a hall pass with your partner might include what are your partner's thoughts and feelings on the idea? How, how do you think your partner would feel and and what do they think of you if you approach them with like uh, 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 you know you approach them in a way where you're asking permission to go sleep with someone a lot of men will get slapped in their face or um People just gonna walk off and say, you know what? Let's end the relationship right now because this is more than what I'm willing to go through with you. Why are you bringing that now? Now, it, it to me, it doesn't really matter if you bring it if you introduce it in the beginning stages of getting to know someone, or if you introduce it when you've been dating for three or four months, or you've been married for a year. It don't really make a difference. It's still a a punch in the face. It's still like, wow, where the fuck that come from? Um, what are your partner's thoughts and feelings on the ideas? Um, they may share how they feel, but they're not going to share everything they feel. They're not going to share that 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 thing that irks their nerves, that gets on their nerves, that you would question them about having sex with someone else, and you have the nerve. To request a hall pass, I think that would be more uh, damaging than anything. That you felt comfortable enough to say, "Hey, I would like the hall pass. I would like a hall pass to go screw somebody for the weekend or for the night." Would you both be comfortable setting boundaries and rules around the the, the situation? What would happen if either of you broke the rules or had sex with someone outside the agreement? Now, that's one thing you have to worry about because sometimes the, the booty can get so good that even though you agreed that there was a one-time situation or um, this wasn't going to be ongoing, you find yourself creeping. That person who you're you know, sleeping with outside the, the relationship calls you, entices you. And I can't say they're going to make you do something because nobody can make you do anything. That's all on you. You choose to fuck up or you choose to you know get back inside or you choose to give up some you know some dick that's 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 on you nobody can make you do that but when you do that as always there's consequences it's important to have an open and, and honest conversation with your partner before pursuing a hall pass as it can be a delicate topic ultimately it's up to you and your partner to decide what works best for you and your relationship.
I think some of the pros, um, it, it provides more sexual uh, satisfaction. No strings attached. And it can be, uh, for some people, liberating. There's no denying that most that more sexual satisfaction will be liberating, especially if it's without strings attached. No longer feeling the need to conform to the norm or expectations can be a huge weight off your shoulders. And it allows you to focus on enjoying yourself, whether you're single or in a relationship. Exploring your sexuality can be incredibly uh, empowering experience. The cons. STDs. <laughs> uh, feeling of guilt, betrayal. Uh, it, it can be emotionally damaging. I mean, yeah, at first you, you're enjoying it, everything is good. And then you start to think about what you really did to your partner. Then you start to feel the effects of the pain, of the hurt that that partner may have endured because you requested a hall pass and you pursued it. You actually went through it. You actually got the hall pass. You got the permission and you had the sex. Even though the person was okay to give you permission and say, yeah, do your thing, that shit still hurts. For most people. A lot of men, they're not going to men, but for women, oh, that's, that's a crushing blow. To wrap it up, hall passes are great for people who understand the circumstances, who are okay with it, who can actually deal with it, and who's willing to, to, to get past it with no issues or with little, you know, Minimum issues. But if you're not comfortable, if it's not that that feeling that you're going to be all right with what happened, don't do it. Um, some will say it's a great way to add some excitement to your sex life. Sex life. And it can be great to spice things up every once in a while. But also, it can be a great way to meet new people, new experiences, but on the flip side, can also damage and end your relationship. And on that note, I'll be right back with the topic of the night. All right, so we're back with the topic of the night. And my topic of the night is, why are you waiting for God to send you someone? I've seen this post on social media for a while. And then someone I know did a post not too long ago. So what I did was I kind of like took what they said and I reworded it into what I wanted to talk about. And um, I, I mean, God, God, is, whoever you believe, whoever is your God, they, they already... They're doing a lot as it is. You know what I'm saying? God is is everywhere. So for you to request God to send someone in his image. So what you're saying is you want somebody perfect. Now, before we go any further, everybody know there's nobody perfect in this world. And if they are perfect, are they perfect for you? 
So a lot of people make these, uh, they, they make these requests, they ask for um, uh, uh, a deliverance. But are you ready for it? Are you capable of being, are you capable of being the type of person that you want? Can you be that same type of person to the person that comes into your life? Can you give them that same energy that you want back? Do you want perfection? Do you want a high value man? Do you want a flawless woman? Do you want a virtuous woman? Or do you just want someone who comes into your life and who's willing to to come together, work hard, build, build, grow a relationship, and then God comes and covers that relationship that's been cemented. That's when God that's when God comes in with the alley. See, once you do the work and meet somebody, prepare yourself for the person that you're asking for. Then God gonna come in, he gonna throw it down back with like, oh! Scored. But a lot of people, they want God to find them somebody, for God to make sure that they God-like, for God to ensure that the person is not gonna cheat on them, not gonna take their money, not gonna fuck their girlfriend, you know, the whole yada yada. But what do you offer? What what do you put in place? What are the parameters that you're gonna set? What self-reflection that you need to do before you ask for or before someone comes into your life? And I'm not preaching, y'all, because I don't like to sound preachy. <laughs> But it, it kind of sounds like that, but I'm trying not to be uh, a preach-like uh, uh, podcast. I, I, don't, I don't care for that. Uh, many people wait for years, sometimes decades. I, I, I've heard, I don't know anybody, but I've heard someone you know mention that they've waited a couple of decades for somebody because he was in the relationship and you know the kids, and she actually waited. I mean, she did her thing. But once the kid, once his youngest child graduated from school, high school, he divorced his wife and got with her. And then together. That's dedication. Even though she was doing her thing, even though they, you know, whatever, she waited 20 some years. And from what I heard, they, they doing good. Um, But decades? And while there's nothing wrong with waiting on God's perfect timing, there's a few things there's a few things you can do to help make the wait a little easier. Let me let me give you like a uh, well, no, I'm not gonna do that. It's possible that God has someone special in mind for you, but it's also possible that He's waiting for you to make the first move. So, like I said, it's like an alley oop. You dribble the ball, you throw the ball up. God comes in, swoops down, and scores the point. But it's a it, it's it's a two person it's a it's a um, joint effort. You know what I'm saying? You have to 
prepare yourself. You have to dribble the ball. You have to pass the ball in order for God to score for the victory. <laughs> I sound like a preacher. Oh, my God. But um, it, it, it's just funny. I, I hear people and I see people, you know, in these forums talking about, you know, God's going to send me somebody. God, I'm going to wait on God. But you can wait forever. You can wait decades. And what's to say, what if, what if she, what if that woman waited decades and he decided, you know what, me and her worked it out and, and we're going to stick this thing out. She done wasted. She has wasted. She has wasted 20 years of her life just to be told, no, we're going to work things out. The fuck? So you can't sit and wait, even though God will deliver. I'm not a religious person, but I know that for these last, I, I know that God has blessed me. I know God has watched over me and guided me and has taken care of me. The God I believe in. So I know everything is possible. Anything is possible when it comes to who you believe in God. But you got to put the effort, you got to put the, the work in in order to have what it is that you're requesting. In order for it to last for years and years and and to the day you die. But a lot of people don't want to do that. People just want the, the hookup. I need a hookup. I need God to send me somebody now. I need God to send me a fat a chick with a fat butt, a big breast, nice lips, real hair, no attitude, no kids. Come on. Be realistic. It don't work like that. And if you do get somebody like that. Something else is going on on the back end. Trust me. You're not going to get everything you ask for. It, it, it's not possible. And if you do, you're, that one, you're in that 1%. That 1% compared to millions of people asking God, just send me the right man. God, could you please send that thick, light-skinned chick with the nice lips, nice short haircut, Pretty smile, hard-working, college-educated, got her own crib. Can you send me that person, God? I need her in my life. What are you doing to prepare for her? What is it that you're going to give her when you have her in her life? Can you maintain that relationship with that thick, light-skinned, short hair, successful woman that you're seeking? And are you ready for when God do send them? When God do place them in your life, are you ready for them? Not just sometimes, not just part-time, not just, I don't know, I got this going on, but every day, every second of your life, are you ready for that? Are you open for that type of commitment? Because what you've been doing, what you've been trying hasn't been working. So maybe you need to be a little bit more willing to do more. Maybe you need to be a, be a little bit more willing to sacrifice in order to have the person that God sends you. Because you're asking for a lot from God. You're asking God to send the perfect person to you. So you have to be prepared. Because the next time, because if it don't work out, and if you ask God the next time, he ain't going to get to you. He gonna, you go all the way to the bottom of the list of trillions of people asking him 
to send them send to send you somebody or to the to deliver somebody who understands you who can deal with your attitude who can deal with your you know the, you not wanting to cook who can deal with you not wanting to have sex all the time because those things happen that's that's the the reality of relationships you have relationships where everything don't go as planned everything don't it looks good on the outside but once you you know uh dig in deep once you commit once you fall in love once you become a part of that person's everyday life guess what the real person comes out the person who don't like to cook comes out the person who don't um take care of bills come out the 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 person the man who come the man who likes to sit down and play video games all day comes out Mm -hmm. who don't have no interest in anything else other than sitting around playing video games and smoking weed or hanging out with his boys they come out after you are delivered the person that you ask god Are you open to finding love? Because if you're asking for somebody, you're asking because you want love. You're asking because you want something other than just good booty. You're asking for a commitment. You're asking for a relationship. You're asking for love. Are you open? Are you ready for love? Are you ready to? Can you love unconditionally without parameters or without um things in place can you love a man who has four or five kids from different women not just the same one from different women are you open to doing that when you ask for god to send you somebody are you open to a man who just can't catch a break who work in uh jobs that's not up to par to where you be that's up who's not making the money that you may be making Are you okay with that? Can you not uh, humiliate that man? Can you not make him feel like shit because he's not as educated or he's not as uh, wealthy or he doesn't have the drive or the, 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 um, the opportunities that you have? Can you be open enough? Can you be open enough to support that man that you ask God to deliver? Because when God delivers that man, He's not going to deliver the man with everything you want. He's going to deliver the man that he feels is right for you. He's going to deliver the woman that he feels that is right for you. They may have some of the things you want, but they ain't going to have everything. They ain't going to have every single thing on your list. They're not going to have three or four things on your list. They may have one. And you lucky if you get two. Shit, you lucky if you get one. Because that's how the world is. People have to grow together. People have to learn how to grow as a couple. People have to learn how to be willing to sacrifice. Be willing to do, be willing to prepare themselves for the person they're asking for. For the person they seek. It's just not going to fall in your lap. It's, it's not realistic like that. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. And now I think the outcome of waiting for someone, well, I'm sorry, the outcome for waiting for God to send someone to you, how long should you wait? 
Should you wait 20 years? Should you wait two days? Should you wait two months? How long should you wait? Ask yourself, how long are you willing to wait? Because that's going to help you in your decision or your, your thought process. Because if you understand reality, if you accept reality, then you know things are not going to happen. You're not going to go to sleep and say, you know what, God, please send me somebody. And in the morning, someone's knocking at your door. God sent me. I'm here, baby. Baby, I'm, a, I'm here. It's not going to happen. It, 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 you may be hanging out with your girlfriends, eating uh, Chinese or Mexican or, you know, just having some drinks. And the waiter is the guy that God sent you. It's not going to be the person that walks in with the nice, you know, uh, the nice um, designer suit, you know, with the, the flashy smile and the, the nice cut. It's not going to be him. It may be the bell. Uh, it may be the, uh, the dishwasher or your server who cleans your table. Are you prepared for that? Will you overlook that, 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 that server because of the job that he's doing. People don't think like that. They don't, they don't, they, they see what's in front of them and they don't look beyond themselves. They don't look behind themselves. They don't look to the side. They don't look to the left, to the right. They just see what's in front or they see what they want to see when it comes to relationships, choosing someone and asking God to send them somebody perfect, which once again, you're not going to get perfect. You're not going to get what you see on TV and what you what you read in books. If you do, you're lucky. But the thing is, if you get it, you have to hold on to it. Because if you let it go in your lifetime, you probably never get it again. Now, one thing you do have to consider when you are asking for God to send you a certain person is your age. If you're like in your 40s, no, okay, let me, if you're in your 20s, yeah, ask God all day. 30s, yeah, you can ask him every once in a while, maybe once a month. 40s, yeah, New Year's Eve, uh, a resolution uh, to God, please send me somebody this year. 40s and 60s, I mean, excuse me, 60, 50s and 60s, hell no. Hell no, you better not be talking you waiting on God to send you somebody. What? So you 50 years old, you waiting on God to send you somebody. 20 years later, you 70. Tell me, huh? I'm still waiting on God to send you somebody. <laughs> Hilarious. You can't do that. You can't. You got to go for yours. You have to get up and present yourself. You have to make sure that you are mentally, emotionally, and everything else you need to be in order to 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 meet the person that you that you want in your life. Yeah, God is gonna be he'll be there in your fifties and sixties, but he's gonna be there like, yo, now you know you need to take this blood pressure medicine. You fucking around waiting on me to bring you somebody. <laughs> your fifties and sixties. No. Consider your age, man. Don't 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 take that risk and talk about you gonna wait on God. You know, when you're in your 50s and your 60s. Um, next, think about your relationship status. 
if you're currently in a if you're currently in a relationship, you may not be as open to meeting someone new. On the other hand, if you're single and have been for a while, you may be more likely to want to meet someone soon. Want want to meet someone soon. And the last, uh, consider your spiritual beliefs. You got to have someone who has the same mindset when it comes to your beliefs. And that's like across the board. You know what I'm saying? Not you don't have, you don't have to agree and do everything alike all the time, but some things have to be uh in common. Especially if you if 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 you're in a religious mindset. Spiritual spiritual beliefs are important. Because if you believe that God has a plan for you and that everything happens for a reason, you may be more likely to wait for God to see that partner. On the other hand, you may be skeptical of religion or believe that people make their own luck. And you may be less likely to wait. No matter what you decide, make sure that you do what's right for you. Trust your gut, be patient, and the right person will come along at the right time. Or God will deliver them in the right time. There's no need to wait for God, man. To send you somebody. I mean, I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying don't ever do it. But you start to work yourself. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and, and make yourself available. Prepare yourself. Make sure that you're ready for what type of person that comes into your life because the person that you're asking for may not come into your life, but the person that you didn't ask for or that you didn't expect might be the best person to be with. And that's when you wait for God to come in and do his thing. And on that note, I want to say thank you everyone for listening. I need to apologize. I, I, I think it was my microphone at home right now. I'm recording this podcast on my phone. And it comes across a whole lot better when I do it on the phone. So um, the podcast uh, last week, Saturday night, I, I, I know I had something to drink. But I was like, okay, I may have to do that podcast. So, so uh, my thing is to, because I'm not an energy person. I'm not a person that's going, hey, what's going on? I'm not that person. I'm very laid back and, 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 and smooth with mine. But... When you're talking to people and when you wanting people to listen to you, you have to spike up the energy. You have to be a little bit more vibrant. And that's what that's I, that's why if I sound different on this podcast, because I realize that, you know, what I'm saying um, so I will do my best to make sure that the rest of my podcast sounds like this or full of energy. And I'm not sound, I'm not sounding so very like so very white, like, like, hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> but yo thank you man thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast supporting people please keep listening please show the support share with your people you know what i'm saying i'm not asking for nothing all i'm asking is for the likes and the shares if there's anything you want to talk to me about hit me up at when he speaks erotica at gmail.com if there's some shit you don't like hit me up you know we can talk about it as long as you're respectable and on that note man y'all take care of yourselves and i'll talk to y'all next week peace